So the big question is this. How do most agents who don't have access to the secrets that the top agents hoard to themselves grow and prosper in today's real estate environment? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Pat Hyben, and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. And now, for the review of the day. Okay, got something from the Real Estate Rockstars Facebook page here. Chris Orth. He said, Pat Hyben and his Real Estate Rockstars podcasts are the best. So much information. It's all free. Take years of experience, agents, and what they're doing and do it yourself. Great for rides to work and road trips. Thank you, Chris Orth. Keep the comments coming, guys. I love them. And remember, I eat feedback for breakfast. So give me a one-star review if you want or a five-star review if you want. I don't care. And the more reviews we get, the better guests we get. So please, subscribe first and then leave us a review or wherever you're listening. This episode is brought to you in full by Rebus University, the future of real estate training. Go now to www.rebusuniversity.com and use the coupon code ROCK for 20% off your first course. Double your commissions now with Rebus University. All right, Rockstar Nation. Wow, we have a pair of dynamite guests coming on the scene today. Mark and Mark, Mark Mayoka and Mark Stiles. And these guys are doing some fascinating things with real estate agent referral networks. And uh, we're going to dig deep into what I'm talking about. I'm going to let them explain it to them. But basically, what you need to know is you need to know that this is a massive way for you to boost your sphere of influence uh, levels of business. If your goal this year is to you know, increase that by 50%, this is the one you want to listen to. Uh, and uh, ways that you can really go out and do this by following a, a simple process that they're going to share today. So without further ado, let me just welcome them to the show. Mark and Mark, welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. Thanks a lot, Pat. Thank so, you. Very excited to be here. Hey, guys, why don't you just give, give everybody a little rundown on yourself so they can get to know you better. Um, I'm Mark Mayoka. I'm the uh, founder and creator of the Core 7 Referral System, and I'm also a uh, uh, producing loan officer, and I've been in the business for over 20 years. And Pat, I'm Mark Stiles. I'm a real estate attorney up in the Massachusetts, New England area. And I've also been doing this for 20 years, closing uh, over 20,000 residential and commercial loans. Awesome. Awesome. So we got a real estate attorney and a real estate mortgage broker. And you guys have created something that's been getting a lot of press lately. And, uh, you know, I, you know, I kept seeing things on it and I was like, mm, let me get these guys on the show. So why don't you tell us what, what is the core seven and how does it work? So Mark Mayoka wrote a book a few years ago called what's my rate. What's your rate? Excuse me. Sorry about that, Marco. Sorry. What's your rate? And it's basically, it's a really cool story about a young couple buying a home working with their real estate agent who then introduces them to their real estate attorney and their loan officer. 
who then take them through the process of buying the home, but then catching each step of the financial well-being throughout the process. So they introduce them to an estate planning attorney, a CPA, a, a uh, property and casualty insurance agent, of course, and a financial advisor. And the financial advisor is the unique uh, selling proposition of this, truly, because a lot of real estate agents aren't necessarily working directly with financial advisors, where in this methodology, what happens in essence is we're turning, we're turning the process upside down a little bit. So a real estate agent will typically refer to people and then that's it. So what does the real estate agent do? They sit back and they figure out, how am I going to get these leads? Am I going to buy leads? Am I going to farm neighborhoods? Am I going to call expires? What, what am I going to do tomorrow to make sure that I'm continuing the flow of deals? In this methodology, the way the, the process works with the systematic referrals is that everybody's responsible for each other. So this core seven um, professionals, seven core professionals work together and the financial advisor has a responsibility to then refer back to a real estate agent. And this is obviously the cliff notes of this. There's a, yeah, there's sure. a massive amount of content involved in, in how this works. But in essence, the real estate agent benefits by way of having this group surrounding them for A, to show their consumer that, hey, we're, we're all about protecting you. Everybody's got a role and we want to make sure that you're not missing any uh, potential <clears throat> trap, if you will, uh, by not being completely protected with a financial plan and, and all of the right people surrounding you. So then the financial advisor says, okay, I'm working with an estate planning attorney and a CPA and those are my typical referral sources, but then it usually ends there. They are tasked with, and Mark's going to go into some detail about how, when, and why they make these referrals, but they're then tasked to make referrals back to the real estate agent by introducing other clients to a real estate agent so that they don't lie awake at night wondering, where am I going to get my next lead? They, they wake up the next morning, their financial advisor partner has two leads on their email for them. Right. So you're essentially, you know, rather than an old school method of say, you know, uh, you know, give as many referrals as you possibly can to as many different people and receive as many referrals as you can from as many people like, um, like your auto mechanic and your plumber and, and, and everybody and anybody that you can do or join in like a BNI or a tip where you have maybe 50 people in there and there are all kinds of, you know, gun shop owners and weed shop owners and electricians and everybody and anybody that could get a referral. You're saying take these core seven, which the real estate agent is one. So people listening, you know, there's six, right? There's the mortgage officer, obviously no brainer. You should have one financial advisor, real estate attorney, property and casualty agent, right? Insurance, basically accountant, an estate planning attorney. That's so right. take me, dumb this down for me. Like if I wanted to start out and I'm a brand new agent, how do I build the core seven? What do I do with it? What are, what are like some daily, weekly, monthly actions I need to take? Put this all in a perspective. So we're talking about meat and potatoes of how to here rather than just kind of an understanding of it. Okay. Well, this is uh, Mark Mayoka. Um, one of basically what we do is we help the core seven create structured mastermind groups 
based on a referral methodology, which Mark described, that helps the consumer get all seven professionals on their team to protect them, typically when they purchase a home. And each professional has a specific action that they take systematically that benefits the whole entire group. So for example, when a realtor has a client and they're looking for a client to, you know, to buy a home, they typically refer a mortgage originator to get the loan and a real estate attorney to obviously draw up the purchase and sale. Typically, right. or, or a title company if they're in a right. non-attorney state, right? Okay. So those two are no-brainers, right? I mean, that's people are listening and saying, you know, of course that's a no-brainer. I got to learn that in, in, in rookie school, right? So you got those two. But what about the other four? I mean, so, like, how do you get them involved and how do I make money on it? Great question. So, so basically, they, re they refer that person. And typically, you'd say, you know, well, why would the realtor be loyal to these two professionals? Where's the benefit for the real estate agent? And the responsibilities of the mortgage originator and the real estate attorney of the escrow officer is not only to do their job and help integrate the mortgage into the overall financial plan, but also to talk to the client about what's coming next and introducing a financial advisor. Because I find that typically there's, it's tough to make the crossover. It's tough for the client to go from a purchasing a home and then to protect it. Because once you buy a home, you have an estate. So you need to protect that estate. You need to start thinking about you know, the next steps in your overall financial plan. So after, once they get to the financial advisor, they get the other three. If a financial advisor is putting together a financial plan, the other three professionals come into play. So and those other three, you think that the financial advisor probably already knows or, you know, or, yeah. I mean, so like, right. So you're going, again, you're going agent, mortgage officer. In, in these exact orders, agent, mortgage officer. Actually, could, it doesn't have to be in this order because the whole idea is you're getting referrals from these other people. The methodology works for, for whichever way they come in. It all, it's all designed so that the customer will have all seven professionals when they're done with the transaction. Um, the so, way I so, I'm an, so I'm an agent. How do I bring in accountant, estate planning attorney? How do I, how do I bring those two in? The insurance is a no-brainer, right? It's like a tax here. Call this guy. You need insurance. Right. And I'm sure I'm, I'm dumbing that they, down. How do they bring them in to introduce the consumer or bring yeah. them to the mastermind group? To the consumer? Yeah. Well, when the, for every pre-approval, I do a, basically when I issue the pre-approval, I say that the, I, I based your pre-approval based on debt to income ratios that all lenders do. But I'm not considering, you know, your lifestyle expenses or anything like that. How's your relationship with your financial advisor? And there's certain points in my process throughout the whole year where I'm consistently asking them in a very non-intrusive way if they have a financial advisor that, uh, that they would work with. Typically, once they get to the financial advisor, then they're going to do a will and a trust or something like that. So they're going to have the estate planning attorney. The uh, insurance, they probably already have from the home purchase if it went that direction. But uh, the financial team brings the insurance person in for the 
umbrella insurance and, uh, you know, protecting the assets many times. And the uh, accountant, obviously, there's always tax planning involved. So it's the crossover from the real estate professionals, which are the, you know, realtor, mortgage, and um, real estate attorney or escrow crossing over to the financial arena. Um, and we have a methodology that pretty much does that right away so that they can at least have the professionals in place um, many times when they're, when they're purchasing their first home, which is typically the first step. As a member of the Rockstar Nation, you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool. An item of utility that real estate agents can use to drastically increase their sales and profits. Some of the things that have been brought have been ebooks, forms, reports, negotiating techniques, hiring guides, postcards, checklists, open house secrets, newsletters that are sent out, sphere of influence forms, referral request forms, and the list goes on and on. If you would like to get this free toolbox, full of items of utility simply go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox that's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply text toolbox to 444-999 that's toolbox to 444-999 what is that methodology um, it's it's basically each each professional has has two referral sources that they're supposed to refer at each point in the process. We 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 could go hours discussing the methodology and all the different ways it's supposed to happen. But in the mastermind group, we we have tracking me mechanisms so that everyone uh, so that everyone will follow, and that's where all the all our training videos and everything like that comes into play. So then, okay, so you got the course seven, right? And how often are you meeting for breakfast, lunch, whatever? What do you what do you got? What do you recommend? We uh, we have one mastermind meeting a month, um, and we have two one on one partnership planning sessions that that um, that can happen over phone. Well, they can be done by telephone or in person. Okay, so give me a definition. What does that mean? Partnership planning session basically just um so in our mastermind groups we have a lesson and also we assign meetings for each of the partners uh, around specific um they have specific ass assignments to talk to so one month it might be mortgage originator and realtor you guys are supposed to talk about the handoff at pre-approval um and and so each month we have different professionals that we that we set up like that, um, and the mastermind meeting is when all seven meet together and we go through the. Um, so once a month you meet all seven, let's say, and then you meet two of the seven, let's say one on one or on Zoom or video or on phone or whatever, um, every month, right? So say every quarter you've kind of gotten a one on one with each of these seven. So I, let's say you let me in the group and let's say I'm an estate attorney and let's say you're an agent. What is your expectation of me in order for me to stay in your group? Great question. I'm gonna, you want me to take yeah, that one? Yeah. 
So the estate planner's primary referral targets, now, there, now there's a lot of referrals that, that, that can be given out. It doesn't mean you can't refer uh, anyone in the group. But the two primaries that we want to make sure that we're focusing on for the estate planning attorney are the real estate agent and the financial advisor. So let me give you an example. Uh, and there's a, there's a couple, couple different examples based on how the meeting with the client goes. But you know, for an estate planning attorney, typically there might be assets, houses, in the, um, in the estate plan that they typically need to know the value of. Right. The estate planner is to ask the question, you know, you have some, you know, some home values here um, that we're going to need to know uh, before we start ordering appraisals that are going to cost you money. Why don't we start? How's your relationship with your real estate agent who specializes in equity assessments? See how he did that, Pat? It was, it was not salesy at all. You know, there's, yeah. no, there's no weirdness to it. So, so the estate planning attorney who's typically not a, uh, a professional that does well referring or right. refers. Yeah, because most attorneys are paranoid because that's how you get sued is you get attached to something. get sued or you, you know, you're protecting the deal. You're afraid that, you know, somebody. Conflicts of interest. Yeah, everything. So, but it's really a nice handoff and it makes sense. And there's, there's thousands of scripts of how to hand it off in a, in a really, uh, important way that makes complete sense to the consumer. Now, if I'm, if I'm in the group, if I'm in your core seven and you're Joe real estate agent, and I, let's say I've, I've heard this podcast and I set out and I write and guys, he, they, they have a little diagram here that I, I'll, I'll share with you in their show notes, which has the, what has you in the middle. And then you have, um, well, actually the consumers in the middle, right. I uh, should say consumer, but, but the, the consumer's in the middle and then um, all, the, uh, all the core seven are around them. If I'm in a group and I've been in it, say, six months and I haven't given any referrals, do you kick me out? That's a great question. There's actually a methodology in the mastermind meeting in our quarterly updates that almost creates a self-ejection mechanism into it where we found that if the real estate agent, maybe they have a, re a relationship elsewhere with a mortgage person that's not in the group, or maybe they're just not producing, they have to go through this questionnaire. And most often they're going to come to the conclusion that I need to step away. Hmm. Let, me, let me just clarify that a little. So, so Pat, every, every month we have the mastermind meeting and there's two sections that really kind of dig into the tracking. We we track the referral system to make sure that the primary referral targets are being introduced or at least attempting to. We also have a hot seat where one person in the core seven is going to sit on the uh, hot seat and they're going to be asked specific questions to how they're doing things. Like, you know, how many, if it was a realtor, how many buyers have you been working with this month? You know, I haven't heard from any. How is uh, your, your introduction at, uh, at buyer meeting, at the buyer meeting, how is that going? Um, but what Mark is talking about is what we call the, uh, the quarterly referral scorecard. And this one literally comes down to how many closings have you, how, how many deals have closed that you have referred? Yeah. What, do you, what we have in this quarterly referral scorecard is what we call this 
we don't we don't call it this in the product, but we it's the self ejection policy because we rate what is normal. So if you're you're either in poor, fair, good, or excellent status based on the closings in a in a uh, quarterly time frame, and if you're in poor status for more than two quarters, so 180 days, there's a third page that you read, and it basically says, should you really be in this group? Is it fair to everyone else in the group? Um, you know, should you? And, and what it does is it gives, it gives people the, the opportunity to leave with their dignity. Mm. You know, there's a lot of times people start groups and someone's not producing and, and they're just, no one wants to throw the person out because they may be right. very nice, and that could be the end of the, the relationship. As a member of the Rockstar Nation, you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool, an item of utility that real estate agents can use to drastically increase their sales and profits. Some of the things that have been brought have been ebooks, forms, reports, negotiating techniques, hiring guides, postcards, checklists open house secrets, newsletters that are sent out, sphere of influence forms, referral request forms, and the list goes on and on. If you would like to get this free toolbox full of items of utility, simply go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox. That's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply text toolbox to 444-999. That's toolbox to 444-999. Fascinating, fascinating. So, I, you know, going back to the same example of a real estate agent, estate planning attorney, which obviously most of people listening to this are going to be real estate agents. Uh, I think the, the, the one they might struggle the least, the most with, with getting into the group, so getting them to give up their time every month and, and every other week on a one-on-one -on -one call is going to be the attorney because they charge hourly. So I'm using these two on purpose. Um, I can see the estate attorney sitting in the hot seat and you telling them ahead of time, hey, bring the list of every appointment you've had over the last 30 days. And they bring the list of all these people's names. And then you guys are like, okay, clearly some of these, right? You're doing estates, right? So pretty much, you know, show me an estate without real estate nowadays, right? It's probably, you know, 70% or more probably a real estate, probably 80%, 90% have real estate in them. They would have no excuse for giving you, the agent, just about 90% of referrals on all of the people that they have in their schedule. I could see them squirming now where this puts so much pressure on them, right, that, that they have to make it work. It, um, it's, it's a great question, and, and I get it from the attorney's perspective. And a lot of times, they're the slowest to adopt and actually gain the traction, but we have what's called the recruiting package that they have to fill out this pretty thorough questionnaire. And if you can get through that entire questionnaire, then you're pretty motivated to be participating in this group. Funny story, however, the group that I'm currently in, the estate planning attorney is probably one of the most active referrers in the group right now. Yeah, he could. Yeah, because he gets the most leads. 
and he's into it and he gets it and he sees the value in it and he and he's uh and he's getting really excited about the giving portion of it but he's also really fired up about the fact that the consumer is really protected and ultimately that's the goal and and so the other six i'm just thinking in my mind ahead i'm thinking Okay, so he's so this guy, and I'm going to use yours, Mark, as an example. This guy is 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 the most excited giver, right? Because right? he's certainly got more leads than anybody. People need to sell. And then I'm thinking, well, how's he? Where's the reciprocation, right? And the reciprocation comes in the other six. Who do you know that died? Yes and no. You know, obviously, somebody who who dies, we're gonna everyone's going to refer it to him, but where else would it come from? Right. I mean, that's, well, well, first, died? I don't know anybody that died next. Yeah. I mean, so, so, where so, else would it come from? So estate planning attorneys are also pre-death, right? So, so their role really is. Oh, I got you. Right. Yeah. To get them set up for early demise or, you know, expected demise. So they're getting referrals through the primary referral targets because the financial advisor is getting them from the loan officer and the real estate attorney that they're normally not getting referrals from. So the financial advisor is then working with the estate planning attorney and they're all returning it back to the real estate attorney. So it just flows like a, like a wonderful, wonderful machine. The, um, once the financial advisor does a financial plan, uh, the estate planning referral is their easiest referral. That's kind of like a, a realtor uh, referring a mortgage originator. They, they mm-hmm. need a They've done a good job planning. Yeah, right. Yeah. But to answer the question, of course, any, anybody can refer that estate planning attorney because more than likely that estate planning attorney is also doing that after death probate work that nobody else in the group would Right. Do. But they'll, they're, those are the ones who probably wrote the will. So you're probably, so you are right. It, it's actually before they die. So it then opens it up to everybody. Right. And then I guess you just got to make sure that all you guys aren't cross selling and, and, sitting people down with this core seven model and they're like, Oh no, you know, Mark already, already gave this to me, already showed this to me. So how do you, how do you make sure there's no overlap? Uh, there isn't the, uh, if the system is followed, uh, every, every person is covered. So there's no overlap. The, the one thing that we, the, the, one of the more common questions we get is, you know, what if you have someone who came from like a different realtor, you know, you don't want to, refer it to the realtor that's in your group. Uh, and that's just communication. You know, we never, we never want to fracture a network. We always, we always keep, keep, uh, we always keep it with the person. So for example, if, if, um, if I did a mortgage and it was a different real estate agent that from, from a different realtor that wasn't in the group, I would just let it be known. You know what? They have their realtor, the cross sells that happen to the realtor. Don't do it. Um, you know, and then, then we get a chance to obviously yeah. uh, meet, meet some new people and work with them. So let me talk to you about home, the homeowner's insurance pe- person, right? How does a homeowner's insurance person reciprocate? Great question. Um, one of the things I always ask, you know, our property and casualty uh, insurance agent to do is talk about an umbrella policy. Okay. Uh, you know, so they're doing the homeowner... Uh, they're talking about the homeowner's insurance. They talk about the umbrella policy to protect some of their assets. And then everything we're trying to do, we probably should have said this earlier, we're trying to plug into what we call the referral generator. Okay, tell me about that. The referral generator is 
how is your relationship with blank who specializes in blank? So, how is your relationship with blank who specializes in blank? How is your, I'm going to just try to fit this in. How is your relationship with your accountant who specializes in people with real estate? Exactly. All right. That works. Um, how is your relationship with real estate agent who specializes in selling homes in Newton? Uh, you know, in different selling homes. homes to veterans. Yeah, correct. Exactly. Selling homes to people that are, you know, empty nesters or whatever. You fill in the blank. So that's where lip and you let them answer. So that's where, um, you know, the the when the property and casualty insurance agent is asking about the umbrella policy and protecting their assets, the uh, the script we always try to have them say is. You know, all your insurances should be reviewed together. How's your relationship with your financial advisor who specializes in insurance? And if they don't have someone, it's very easy to make an introduction. So that's, that's what, you know, the good ones are also doing insurance reviews where they're saying, um, you know, I see we have your uh, homeowners and your auto policy, but we don't have your umbrella policy. Love to set up a time to uh, to do a full review, and the goal is obviously trying to uh, trying to ask some other questions and whatever professionals they don't have. Saying you know how's your professional, you know how's your whatever that professional is who specializes in that need, and if they don't have that person, obviously there's uh, there's an introduction that can be made. The other one, Pat, with the, with the property and casualty you see is a, there's a high percentage of people who, after they've purchased their first car, purchase a home within a short mm. period of time. So when we get mm. that script back to the real estate agent, you know, maybe they're not you know, going to go and buy something in the next six weeks, six months, but they're in their database now. They're in their drip zone and they've sure. made connection. Well, that's obviously part of it too. A lot of these referrals, especially to the real estate agent, may not be doing something right away. So a good follow-up system is obviously needed. Um, like, for example, the financial advisor, every time they're working with a client, I mean, they find out everything. You know, are you downsizing? Do you need to, um, you know, to upgrade because you have a, a child on the way? You know, how's your relationship with your realtor who specializes in whatever it may be? Our, uh, our financial advisor gave uh, the real estate agent over, over a two-year period, and our group gave, gave them 15 closings, 15 referrals that closed. There was a lot they more. Closed that they actually got paid on, and yeah. this was the financial advisor, right? So he's sitting down with people, going over their you know, net worths and how they're going to be protected and their wills and stuff, or, or actually that's a state attorney, but you know, going over their finances, and so then how, and, and then, then he just asked them, how is your relationship with your real estate agent that specializes with high net worth individuals and then shuts up and they say, well, you know, da, 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 da. oh, can I refer you? I'm going to have you talk to such and such, but what if the, and, and then do like, like, how does it, is that how it works? Yes. Uh, one of the more common ones, which is which is why when we, when we do the tracking, it's really accountable, mm-hmm. is net worth cross-sell. Um, every time someone meets with their financial advisor, they should be calculating their net worth each time. At least I believe that. Sure. Why not? So, yeah. That's, 
Sure. Here's a funny story for you. So we were a financial advisor was presenting to us their their software um, that you know keeps the money organized and keeps keeps everyone organized, and they had Zillow on the software. Hmm. Uh, and the realtor was was kind of upset about this. He said Zillow's not really accurate, and I I said that's the best thing that's that's ever happened to you. And, and he asked me why. And I said, because now the financial advisor can say, you know, Zillow says your house is worth $400,000. But you know what? Zillow's not always accurate. How's your relationship with your realtor who specializes in equity assessments? There you and go. They can, that, you know, there's a conversation and you know you can look up the property and ask a few questions to the client. Um, you know, and it's really, easy. if they don't have a realtor, it's a great way to make a relationship. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, and I don't know what the other alternative would be to not have Zillow on there. I mean, would be be asking a realtor to do a hell of a lot of work for free just to give people a net worth assessment. So it it makes a lot of sense. I think you're one hundred percent right. I was like, use that as a leverage to say, you know, let's get this right. You know, let's get it exact. And then when the consumer does have that real estate agent do that work, they feel loyal to them. Right. Yes. So they're gonna they're yep. gonna stick with them, and then of course our core seven real estate agents are gonna stay in touch with them, and then they don't then they they don't know any other real estate agents at that point. Yeah, that's when the the mailers and the thank you cards and the periodic check ins you know really go a long way. Yeah, yeah, this is good stuff. So guys, let me let me go over these uh, one more time in, in in case some of these are starting to bundle in your mind. Of course. You have the consumer in the middle. You have uh, the real estate agent, the mortgage officer, the financial advisor, the title company or the real estate attorney, the the homeowner's insurance company, um, the accountant, and the estate planning. And that's it. Those are your core seven. And what these guys are saying is, listen, focus on the core seven and you're going to get, think about the 15 closings that the realtor got from the estate attorney. I mean, I guarantee you, or from the financial advisor, I'm sorry. I guarantee you those were all well, high, decent price range houses, people with great credit, people with, you know, good savings. I mean, great buyers who were referred directly to you, like A plus buyers, right? These aren't like slouchy leads, like here, take this. There's 12 other agents fighting for it because they clicked a box on a website somewhere that says they're interested in it, even though their lease isn't up for another year. Um, these are high quality leads. And if you want that sort of thing, then just focus on these seven. Uh, some people like to refer out to millions, to, to everyone and anyone they can think of. But in reality, what these guys are saying is this is the 80-20 rule, the Pareto principle. 80% of the referrals come from 20% of the people you do business with these are the seven inside that 20. And I, I, I love this concept. I love this concept. So what I'm going to do is there's a really cool chart that uh, I'm going to post in the show notes of this podcast, which will be on hybendigital.com backslash, let's see, core seven, backslash core seven, C-O-R-E and the number seven. And I'm going to put also links to Mark and Mark if you guys want to reach out to them as well as their free gift that they brought along today. So let's jump into that. Mark and Mark, everybody that comes on the show brings a free gift. We put it in your show notes and then we also put it in our agent success toolbox. 
Uh, what gift did you bring today? Pat, what we've done is we've put together what's called the Core 7 Quick Start Toolkit. In essence, it allows any one of your listeners to create and build their own mastermind team. And we've added a lot of awesome content in there with some scripts, how to uh, handle the one-on-one -on -one partnership meetings, and how to recruit the right team, because ultimately that's what it's going to come down to. Do we have the right seven on the bus? Nice. So guys, I'm going to put that in the uh, agent success toolbox, which can be found at hibernigital.com backslash toolbox or text the word toolbox to 444-999. I'm also going to put it in the show notes with all of these guys' information. Uh, and uh, I, I love this concept. This is really good. So Mark, Mark, thank you so much for coming on the show. Wish you the best of luck and uh, let's stay in touch. Sounds good, Pat. Thanks so much for having us. Thank you, Pat. This episode is brought to you in full by Rebus University, the future of real estate training. Go now to www.rebusuniversity.com and use the coupon code ROCK for 20% off your first course. Double your commissions now with Rebus University. Thank you for tuning in to Real Estate Rockstars. Please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you may be listening. If you haven't already, please give us a review. I don't care whether it's a one-star review or a five-star review. We eat feedback for breakfast, and we need your reviews. Also, the more reviews we get, the better our guests become. Thanks again for listening, and find me on social media simply by typing in my name. I'm Pat Hyben, and keep rocking. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>